Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce episode 336. Six, 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 six. See the Double Deuce Arena covered in a sea of mud, 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 mud. Kids under three get a free monster truck, Nelson. It's like Nelson, but if he was a truck, would it was also a monster. It's it's a really weird hybrid, kind of like a centaur, like he's the top half of Nelson, and then like a truck bed. It's It's got a truck bed with four big tires. Is it like a truckosaurus, but me? Yeah, it's like a transformer, but a half transform. Does it does it still breathe fire like Truckosaurus? You absolutely breathe fire like Truckosaurus. Does it have a beard made out of motorcycles? That would be sweet. Yes, it does now. Right yeah, on. so come down. The you double check do- that out, people. That sounds like spectacle. It really, it really does. In fact, frankly, I'm disappointed that that's not. A part of the demolition derby. Speaking of, how come we've never gone and done the D- Douglas County demolition derby? What do you mean by done? Like gone in and like been a part of it, like taking a car and just like okay. got in there and been like a two man team. That's like specialty work. I don't, they don't, I don't think they just let anyone do it. Now we can just drive the old Nissan Versa in there because I'm no. about ready to give up on it. I knew a guy. Vaguely, who used to do that sometimes? Who would like do demolition derby shit? Well, did he? Did he? Did he have uh, head injuries, like like concussions and stuff all the Not time? Not that I recall, but this was a long time ago, and I didn't know him well. He okay. was a friend of of uh, of uh, Dave Ennis. Okay, do you yeah. think he's still alive? I remember, like, we used his like flatbed to pick up. Uh, we. Our car broke down, like, outside of town, and so, like, called around, but it was, like, right by, basically, it was, like, dying right when we were about to drive by, the, like, the McDonald's, like, uh, rest stop on the highway, <laughs> so we just kind of, like, coasted into there, and, and just kind of st- parked it where we stopped, and then he came, like, uh, we hung out in the McDonald's for, like, an hour or something, and then they rolled out with that, and we were able to get it up on the flatbed and get it back to town. Nice, there you go. You were saved by Demolition Dave. I think move move the car off. I don't know. Yeah, he was talking about doing demolition driving and shit. We're like, that's sweet. Sounds fun. He's like, it is. This is a really good story. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I like the part. um, I mean, it really, it started good because you were like a We were going to get fireworks, I believe, in, in Missouri. Yeah. And we didn't have the car to get back. Wow, wow. That was a long, long... It was the 90s. Uh Uh-huh. Have you had your car break down, people? Like, let us know. Hashtag double deuce my car broke down. And tell us your story. These hashtags are... I don't... They're not... I like something that sticks in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. They're very... They're like... They're they're very... It's like a a Seinfeld. Kind of a... Like, they're, 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 they're very... They're very, uh, you know, everyday hashtags. They're very 
We're, we're low impact in them with the hashtags. Well, I figure a lot of people have like really high impacts. Exactly. Hashtags like save to bad. You can't, and, like, you can't be doing that kind of hashtags all the time. You're going to blow out your shocks. Yeah. Sometimes you need like a little like hashtag. I like demolition derby. Hashtag is smoothly down the highway for the, for the length of, of your life. Sometimes you got to do some low impact hashtagging or else. You're just going to be fucking jiggling on down that highway of life sooner or later with your shocks all blown out. It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be like riding a rocking horse when you want to be take, taking a nap. I'm not a car guy. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you this. If you could watch uh, anybody j- jiggle down the highway of life, like who would you want to watch jiggle down the highway of life? Hmm. Because I mean, that, see, that's pretty evocative. I know you used it as a throw, throwaway term. But it is like jiggling down the highway of life seems to involve like a lot of personal uh, exhaustion and movement and yeah, and, yeah. No, like you can't. It's like yeah, you're you can't rest. No, because you're jiggling. You're you're. It's constant state of motion. Constant state of different motion. motions than you want. And, and the way I'm picturing not just that it, good straightforward motion that like like. Just rocking in every direction. I don't think all the parts that are jiggling. I certainly know on me all the parts that are jiggling are not jiggling comfortably. Like it's no. not like a jiggle is not a state that I'd want to be in for a, no. an extended period of time. Like I'm not going to become like a long distance cross country jiggler anytime soon. No, j- jiggling is is the enemy to you know a, a loss of tautness. And that uh, that's from Sun Tzu's Art of War. Yeah. That's Sun Tzu actual... came down pretty hard against Jiglin. He was not big on the Jiglin. He... Now, to be fair, they, they wasn't Jello yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Remember, Remember when they were like, hey, you can, you can like cut Jello into shapes if you just like make it tougher? <laughs> it's just kind of like a, yeah, I guess. But like, why is this Jello a little chewier now? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know that I remember the specific there, moment. There, there was, they had the there was the Jello Jigglers. The, the Jello Jigglers. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the worst like softball team that you'll ever play. It, yeah, it was just like it was Jello with like a thicker skin. Like they just <laughs> basically come out on the field and just sweat the, yeah. the Jigglers, and and they're not very good, but they somehow manage to beat like, you. Yeah, because you have a really off day, because they're just they're they're sweating so much that the ball's wet, and you can't get a good grip. Yeah, and the and the jiggling and the jiggling. You're watching all the jiggling. Anyway, you're you're avoiding my question, and it's a very important question. It's, it's true. It's kind Sorry. of the reason that we put this podcast together, three hundred and thirty six episodes ago. <laughs> I mean, probably just let, we'll get historical with it, and I'm going to say Sun Tzu because he would hate it. It'd be like the ultimate prank. Um, you'd make Sun Tzu jiggle down the highway of life just for your edification. Yeah, like he'd be so he'd be like, oh, Argh. oh, I'm angry, but I shouldn't fight when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I know this. Maybe too jiggly for it to be that threatening, or it'd be like he'd be like a '70s landlord who got mad, where it's all like, oh, yeah. That's how every 70s landlord went, right? Yep, yep. yep. Oh. I wonder how landlords today go. I mean, it's 50 years later. Yeah, I feel like they're a little bit less, uh, a little bit less, well, 
open about their bodies, maybe. You don't think they get as jiggly? Probably less jiggly. I wish I had Matthew Herbert's phone number, because he's a landlord. I'd call him and ask him how jiggly he was. Yeah. I would say, Matthew Herbert, on a scale of 1 to 10. In fact, I'm going to call him out on this podcast. Yeah. He's, he's been on the podcast once, right? Yeah, he's been... At yeah. least, at least one, maybe a yeah. couple times. Yeah. All right, Matthew Herbert, if you're listening from home, which I know you are, uh, on a scale of one to ten, one being not jiggly at all, ten being I am the jiggliest motherfucker in these lands. Uh, what? Where? Where do you come in? Like, what's your jiggliness? And were you more or less jiggly when you were mayor? What's the mayoral level of jiggliness? Did he ever get to be mayor? No. I don't remember. Maybe he did. If you if you had to, if you had killed a couple of people and become mayor, what would your level of jiggliness be? Would he, would there have to have been murders? Were they, did they have to be by his hand? I mean, does that affect the jiggliness? I kind of didn't pay that much attention in civics, but my understanding is that you basically murder your way to the mayorship in Lawrence. Because uh, like a uh, friend of the podcast, Courtney, like she she's she's buried some she's buried some people. I know that I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like how many bodies do you think? Well, I just saw the one, and okay, and that person had kind of died of natural causes. Mm. But I'm sure that to get the 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 mayorship, there were probably at least 18. I mean, why do you think they built that dam so that they could, so the bodies would go further downriver faster as they threw them out of the city building from that ledge up there? Not a day goes by, you don't see a body fly out that window. There should be like a flume. Like like the, the Lawrence flume? Yeah. Is this irrespective of the whole like killing people to get to be mayor or is it is it part of that? I mean you could send the bodies out on the flume. That's true. That's true. I'm I was trying to the the flume would go does it where does the flume go from here? Does it go to Kansas City or does it go to the Gulf of Mexico? I don't know. Just like, into the water. Like if we if we went and got in the water and just sort of like had had some oh. some duck inflatables yeah. and like just sort of floated down the river. Uh, or maybe we could float down the river in a barrel. Yeah. Or a flume. Where would we end up? We need a scientist on this show. Yeah, or just a map. A scientist with a map. Are you a scientist with a map? Hashtag, I'm a scientist with a map, Double Deuce, and let us know so you can come be on the show. You know what? We'll use the loose, like, public education definition of scientists. Like, if you've taken a science class and you have a map, like, you'll, you'll, you're in. You're in right now because we can't afford to hire anybody. Can uh, we, can we much. like, even the, the level of scientists, like, in that? In that, uh, in that, in the Chris Pratt like time travel 
war movie where where they go to the science expert and it's just the kid who really loves volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the science expert they yes. go to talk to. That was a weird movie. That movie was weird. That movie, what was the name of that movie? Like Yesterday, Tomorrow or something like it's that? Tomorrow something. Was it Tomorrow War? Tomorrow Tomorrow War, yeah. Okay. That was a weird-ass movie. It was. Like, there was a good movie in there somewhere, but that was not it. I, I, I like the I like the Michael like the the fun like kind of Bruckheimer Bay of the '90s like energy about it, but I I feel like uh, it could have it could have rolled a little bit harder into that yeah. space. Yeah, uh, I felt I felt like it, it tried to get heavy at times where I'm like, we don't need to get heavy here. Let's just keep making it crazy, guys. <laughs> like, let's keep the Sam Richardson energy throughout the entire thing. More, more so. But you know what was missing from it? A flume. Yeah. There was no, also not enough jiggling. Not enough jiggling. It was not a flumey jiggly enough movie. So my point is, we get a scientist. They have yeah. a map. They tell us where that river goes. Or we just get some inner tubes and kind of lazy, lazy make our way. I mean, I, I think we might catch something. From the river, if we float in it for too long. But again, that's where the scientists would come in handy because I don't know what we would catch. But the scientists might. Depends on the scientists. It might have to be a waterproof map now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you can get those or you can just put them in a bag. Oh, we'll have to get a bag. Yeah. This is becoming a lot more complicated than I'm really quite ready to deal with. Maybe the scientist has a bag. Don't worry about it. Ooh, yeah, scientists... We'll do. never get anywhere with that attitude. How come, like, doctors have, like, medical kits, but scientists don't have, like, scientist kits? I think, in fact, that they generally do when they're going to places where they would be using... Like, like doctors don't always carry, like, a medical police with them everywhere they go. Just generally, if they were, you know... I don't think it's generally valises anymore anyway, but I would guess that they probably got, like, a bag. yeah. Yeah, maybe in their car. But I feel like most times when when a scientist gets to a place, they always open the back of their car and pull out a big bag. Do they all the time? Or are you sure that's if not- they're going to a place to do science, they don't just roll up to do science empty-handed. Science requires stuff. Yeah, you can't science without stuff. All right, what, you at least need basic basic tools to science. What are the top five science tools? Um. Okay. One. Yeah. Pencil. Yeah, oh, yeah, every scientist needs a pencil. Because you got to be able to write shit down. you got to write shit down. And also, you can use the pencil to measure stuff. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's really clever, scientists. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can use it to poke stuff, too. Like, it's um, also a poker. Viscous fluids. You could take, yeah, you can take viscous samples. You can just jab at things to test their tensile strength. I think a lot of scientists spend a lot of time jabbing. Pencils are super versatile. They're, they're the dream tool for any scientist. Um, okay, two, um, so, like a hammer, a hammer, because sometimes you need to hit things and sometimes you need to pry things. Okay. Hammer does both. So far, just, I, I just want to point this out and, uh, you know, this could be just absolutely conjecture on my part, but a scientist kit sounds a lot like a construction workers kit. Like, well, well, we're about to veer away. Like, okay. It, all right. All right. Aren't construction workers on some level also scientists? Are they? I mean, on the level that the kid who knew a lot about volcanoes is a scientist, yes. 
Okay, I'll go with it. I'll go I with feel it. Like with the rules we've established, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Three microscope. Oh, you that is small that's very science. Workers, they don't have microscopes. Nope. Do they? Nope. No. Nope. I take back what I said. I spoke too soon. Mm-hmm. I got excited about the possibility, and what I didn't realize is the cold hard science was about to come down on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four. Something that ends in 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 meter. Okay. Uh, are you saying like a, a radometer or an odometer? Or? Here's the thing. Like, they have all kinds of stuff that measures all kinds of stuff, but it all ends in meter. And so, okay. once again, depending on the scientist. Right. Then, but you, you need some kind of meter. Or yeah. else you got to be able to measure stuff. So, like, a geologist. Scientists have to be able to measure stuff. That's true. So, you need a, you need one measuring tool. Which is your meter. Is your that, That's the thing. Like, you were just simpling it down, a measuring tool. Maybe maybe it's just a ruler. Maybe you're a real simple scientist. Okay. And, and you're just, you're, just you're, you're out there. Maybe, maybe you're in a plane crash and you got to build a science kit, like, just from scratch. Like, you could, you, it can be simple. It can be a ruler. Wait, wait, wait. We're in a plane crash? I'm just saying, like, if you got to build, if you're in the wild and you have to build a science kit right. from things you find in the wild. Where was the scientist going? Um, Vegas. Uh, science convention? Uh, no. Oh. Oh, well, the dust, they would have to build the kit mm-hmm. from scratch. Mm-hmm. Was it was it a natural thing, or, or perhaps was, their luggage was lost in the plane crash? Was it a was it sort of a, was it? I, mean, I don't want to speculate, but do we know what the cause? Could, of the it could crash be. Or? It could be because they they were learning, they they were doing science that was harmful to like an industry that uh, was facing regulation, and so they they tried to murder them. Oh my god! The scientists could have been the target. This poor scientist. Yeah, but the scientists but survived. See, but this is why they really have to get a science kit together so they can prove that right. it was, that it was an attempted murder. Oh man, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm, I really want to know if the scientist is going to be able to pull it together? Yeah. What's the fourth thing in the kit? Well, the fourth thing was the was the meter. Oh, thing. fifth then gun. Gun. Yep. That's okay. Because once you prove that the, 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 they tried to kill you, then then it's time for a shootout, brother. Right, right. I mean, that's very, seems like a very specific science kit to a, a very specific situation, which is the plane. Name me a science situation where you don't need a gun. I'm DNA mapping? But wouldn't you rather have the gun wire DNA mapping? Because what if the DNA starts turning into more DNA and then there's a monster? That's true. Or what if, like... What if, as you're mapping it, you realize that it's a map to a monster? Wasn't there that gal that had actually mapped DNA before Watson and Crick, and then they just kind of took the took the credit? So she could have... If she had a gun... They could have taken it. She, she'd be like, no, you give that credit back to me, or yeah. I'll, I'll blow your heads off, Watson and Crick. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta protect. You gotta protect yourself. All these science. You gotta protect your science, man. Exactly. Yeah. More than your own. Like, maybe you die, but if the science lives on, then fair dinkum. That's a science term, is it? Yeah. Uh, That's uh, what they say when the experiment is correct. Fair dinkum. Yep. I did not know that. Also, when they need to like trade people like because they like to trade other scientists for like more kit equipment right and so and also like buttons and stuff are you sure you're not thinking of like pokemon no it's a similar they're also scientists okay but yeah 
So, you know, it, it tracks, but I'm not specifically referring to, to Pokemon. I feel like you got a really broad definition they of children? science. They're mostly children, right? Or, Scientists? No, the Pokemon. Oh, ones. yeah, no, the Pokemon. How many of them are adults that do Pokemon and stuff? Well, I think are, a lot I mean, of them. I mean, do. within the world of, the, like, the, the cartoons and stuff. Oh. I, I know people play, people of all ages enjoy enjoy the games, but I mean within the world of the the, the fictive world of the Pokemon like how many, like what's the ratio of kids to adults in the in the in that in that sporting event in the, in the science of it from the there's like doctors and nurses i remember two and then minutes. there's like children who run around doing the it seems like most of the work yeah no that, that's definitely the way it is but uh, yeah for me but my, still we've we've already proven that children can be scientists with a certain amount of scientific knowledge and it seems like they understand like some level of like uh, monster husbandry, which is a science. Do the children scientists get guns too? Because I mean, that's yeah. okay. I mean, they got to walk all the way across the world collecting Pokemon's. Get they need a gun. Oh man, I a lot of things. What if they're accosted by an unsavory character while they're like riding the rails out there hunting for monsters? Yeah, no, that's that's true. You don't want to. Those you, kids were just forced to like wander the countryside alone, <laughs> with no supervision. Yeah, constantly. And, <laughs> give and, them guns. And yeah, yeah, give, give them guns. I am not sure that. Uh, well, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for Pokemon children not to have guns. All right. Well, there you go. Winston Churchill said that. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. I believe you. Before he was mean to that woman that time. Oh, man. Would you like to pack a lot of, like, uh, a lot of sayings into to an afternoon if he could so he could take, you know, the next day off? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that about him. I heard also that uh, he was not a scientist. No. Which is why he had no gun. Exactly. I'm trying to think of like the if only outlaws have if you outlaw guns, only scientists will still have guns because they're scientists. Not all scientists, certainly mad scientists, but there's 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 a bunch of scientists like to play by the rules. They probably would be, but they'd be handicapped in their science without the guns. How come mad scientists like don't make more noise like on the internet? You'd really feel like that'd be a great place for a mad scientist. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably just like lack of of good STEM funding, and uh, I feel like we we're not we haven't been pushing mad science since the fifties. Yeah, and you can really see in the, in the quality of our mad scientists. That's fair. Um, so kids, study the mad science, and don't forget to get jiggly. Down the highway of life. Well, no, or, or don't. It's too much jiggling. You're going to get improper readings on your meters. It's not, jiggling is not conducive to science. I was trying to kind of wrap it up into all. I know, yeah. but I don't want I don't want the kids to think that they can jiggle while they're sciencing because that's going to throw their readings off. You, jig, you jiggle during jiggling time and you science during science time, kids. And that's just, See, this is why we don't have good mad scientists. Everybody's trying to science while they jiggle, and their numbers are just all over the place. And so every time someone tries to invent something cool, it explodes. This is what the, the government doesn't want you to know. Double deuce.
This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.